and uh, anything. And then it was a total cop out because then Robin's in a coma. Like, he may never recover. I'm like, this is so soap opery. <laughs> like, that's how they painted themselves out of a corner? I'm like, come on. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Kids, it's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Talking With, my god, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dorkening Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of nerdy goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Uh... I was reading the Wikipedia entries about it, and uh, apparently Jim Starlin, um, they they were doing a, they wanted to do a a like HIV awareness like story. Okay. And they, they were taking suggestions on which characters to uh, kill Give off. HIV and Jason Todd topped the list. Uh, no, apparently Jim Starlin uh, wrote in Jason Todd a bunch of times into the box. And they realized like he forged a bunch of them because of the same handwriting. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I think that's fucking lame to be perfectly honest. You know what? That right there, like it's funny, but at the same time, that's gatekeeping. Star is kind of known for that, isn't he? Yeah, that's gatekeeping. Here's the thing. Like, I think. The, uh, you know, I don't want to get into it. Yet. Okay. I have opinions on the whole death of Jason Todd thing. And um, it, it really just centers around fuck everybody who, who wanted him dead. Like, for like, I mean like people who genuinely went out of their way to make sure this character fucking died. Like, and th- considering this was before the internet, that is, that is actually far more disturbing to me because the amount of effort put into destroying a fictional character just because, and this is really what it boils down to just because he was not the same character as Dick Grayson. Like, yeah, Jason Todd was a shithead. That was the point. 
not every fucking troubled teen was going to be Dick Grayson. You know, I actually, I've gone back over the years. Like, I reread Death in the Family, you know, probably six or seven years ago or something like that. And I honestly have to say, like, what the fuck was the big deal? Like, for real. Like, there's not much that, like, honestly, think about a, a fucking kid who, at that point in time, thought his mother, um, thought his mother was dead. And didn't even know what happened to his father. He could he could be in jail. He basically just ran off, which is just as bad, if not worse, than having both of your parents like killed. Because that means his parent, his father knew he was alive and didn't care about him enough to try to be in his life. Well, and then later on, he found out his father was killed by Two Face. Yeah. Uh, no, and I understand that. I'm saying like at that time. Oh, yeah. Yep. He thought his father had just like run off, but which is like considerably worse because you know, with the Waynes, they had no choice, they were taken from Bruce. With the Graysons, they had no choice, they were taken from Dick. Whereas, Tim, uh, not Tim, uh, Jason Todd's father, he he made a willful choice, he's like, Yeah, no, fuck this kid, and walked away. Um. So yeah, if if you're if you're a fucking kid who's out there living on the streets fending for yourself, fucking boosting tires off of cars to try to fucking survive, uh yeah, you're going to have a chip on your shoulder, especially when one of the richest fucking dudes on the face of the planet is like, "Hey, you little street tough, come on in here and and, and I'll teach you how to be." And you see like he tries to be like, "We're we're, you know, we're not so different you and I." You know, look, I grew up and had it rough too, like Oh yeah, yeah. It it looks it, you fucking asshole. You're like, yeah. It makes perfect sense that Jason Todd be like, dude, please stop trying to compare our fucking our traumas because it's not the same. Like, uh, how bad am I supposed to feel for you, dude? Like, yeah, that sucks that your parents got killed, but how hard was the rest of your life after that point? You know, it, it, I I get it, and it really just comes down to the fact that a bunch of grown men in 1988 got pissy diapers over the fact that <laughs> Robin wasn't being portrayed by Dick Grayson like he was when they were kids. And, well, and, and this Robin wasn't happy to be wearing a fucking bright yellow, red, and green uh, action suit jumping around the shadows for a multi-millionaire who fucking wears his own bat pajamas every night. Well, so so here's the funny thing is uh, in research for the show, we were going to record, uh, but now we're I mean, gonna... we're still kind of recording that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I, I didn't realize this, but well, according to the wiki and wiki could totally wiki, be wrong, wiki. but uh, apparently uh, Jason Todd's origin was the same exact as Dick Grayson's. Where uh, his uh, his uh, parents were um, uh, killed by artists. Tony Zuko. <laughs> uh, his parents were uh, you know circus acts that died, uh, and then it was totally switched over after Crisis on Infinite Earths. So 
that happened in. in <laughs> did we just do the same? Sort yeah, of, we we both just did the same exact thing. Like, uh, pardon? Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds like. Where, where did you see this? I don't think that's true, Leo. Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh well, Wikipedia is so, always yeah one hundred percent accurate. So here's what it says: Originally, Jason's origin story was virtually identical to Dick's. Like Dick, Jason was depicted as the son of circus acrobats who became Batman's sidekick after his parents were murdered. Denny O'Neill, who wrote Batman and Detective Comics through the 70s and became the Batman group editor in 86, said that Conway and Newton weren't worried about creating a new character. I think they thought we've got to have a Robin in the series, so let's go with the tried and true. The Robin has worked for so many years, so let's do it again. Following Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event, which rebooted DC Universe, Batman writer Max Allen Collins was asked to reintroduce Jason. Uh, uh, so in Batman 408 began a four-issue <coughs> story by Collins, the artist Chris uh, Warner, that reimagined Jason as a street delinquent who, be, uh, who uh, Batman attempts to reform. Okay, now I want to look into this Jason Todd's first appearance. Yeah, uh, let's see. It was as Jason Todd, three fifty-seven. As Robin, three sixty-six. So if that's the the so truth, in March in March eighty-three, and then December eighty-three. So there's, you know, there's nine months there where he's uh, apparently. Oh my God, Dick, Leo, you're right. Dick Grayson Light. Well, that's super fucking lame. Yeah, but ew. But considering considering Crisis on Infinite Earths happened and they changed it, and three years later was Death in the Family. Yeah, um, he was he had he had that altered, more specific origin longer than he did the the photocopied Dick Grayson origin. This so, is the same as the Winter Soldier, you know, like with Bucky and all that, where. The, the character's gone forever and everyone laments and they talk about how crappy he was. And then he comes back and he's this absolute badass, you know, hmm. breaking one of the, the hard rules of comic bookdom by bringing the winter soldier into the fold too, which is amazing. I, I mean, I never thought it could be done, but I will give credit to Ed Brubaker. He did it. He fucking did it. Um, Cause the, the rules were always, um, you can't bring back Bucky, mm -hmm. Uncle Ben, or Gwen Stacy. Well, I mean, did it in canon? In can in canon. What is what is stuck? Because now we've got we've got different Gwen Stacy. No, no, not... no. In in canon, like regular, like Bucky the Winter Soldier is Bucky, yeah. going all the way back through the history of the character. Yes. Spider Gwen is not Gwen Stacy. Okay. All right, multiple from, type stuff. From the well, main reality. Yeah, but any the main reality of any ver the, the, the main, main what? The main reality they brought back a clone of Gwen Stacy. Uh, does that count? That's no. like half credit. That's I do not give that any credit whatsoever. <laughs> I give it half. You talk which which I'm an X-Men fan, so I give it half. You're talking about that fucking whack ass Norman Osborne had kids with Gwen Stacy bullshit. I remember what, what are you talking I'm... about? They cloned Gwen Stacy and brought her back. 
Yeah. Uh, it was in one of the stories I read with uh, Chris when he was doing a Spider-Man show. Is that a spectacular Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, I believe. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. But once again, I'm talking about the actual character. Like, once again, the Winter Soldier is Bucky. The same yeah. exact Bucky, that. Jim Bucky Barnes, who, who was alongside Steve Rogers during World War II. Gwen Stacy being cloned is not the Gwen Stacy who had her neck snapped, even though Peter tried to save her. And Uncle Ben... That guy needs to stay dead. It, 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 you know, it, it undercuts who Peter is as a person if you have Uncle Ben Parker alive, kicking around, coming back. Um, so do they have rules like that with Batman? Because I know, um, I think Grant Morrison was the one who well no like it was it, it was, was an uh, those are like those are like the those are like the unwritten rules you know so you're you're like... spot on though brandon like you've touched on something here that's pretty interesting because i was just thinking i think it was it mark wade that did tower of babel where um rachel ghoul had batman's backup plans uh to take Is out that the mark Justice wade League. or grant morrison i think it was post morrison i know that no shit so I don't know. I mean, we're we're such a non knowledgeable podcast. I would have researched it had I thought. I'll grab it off. My <laughs> yeah. Well, account. I mean, we're just shooting from the hip. So <laughs> yeah. you know, Here we go. But that was, yep, uh, Mark Wade. That was Mark the unwritten Wade. unwritten law. You know, um, Batman's parents stay dead, and they were almost going to dump the remains into the Lazarus pit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I I understand. You know, sort of like Leo. Like your your kind of gut instincts gut reaction to to my initial statement was say like well what about and that's why i jumped in like no 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 main continuity straightforward the character as they were introduced to us who they were in conjunction with and in relation to the main character uh that you know because like it to to go on the other side of that coin like with what justin is kind of saying uh like with uh thomas and martha wayne one could make the argument like, well, what about, uh, what about Flashpoint, Batman and and Joker? Like, okay, yeah, what about them? <laughs> That's before before Flashpoint was a fucking mini series, and wasn't the actual continuity of all the goddamn comics. There was never an inkling that we'd see Thomas Wayne as Batman and Martha Wayne as the Joker. I will say, out of those. Uh, out of that, never mind Thomas Wayne as Batman. I really, I don't care about that, to be perfectly honest. I'm more intrigued by Martha Wayne becoming the Joker. I think that is the most inspired bit of Flashpoint Batman. Like, me personally. Um, because that is everything that, like, they've been trying to push since 1989 with some kind of deeper connection between Batman and the Joker, like how one causes the other, like this sort of Ouroboros snake eating its own tail kind of thing. Yeah. And to have, to have like, I think it would have been far more interesting, right? In Batman metal to have like, the flashpoint Martha Wayne Joker be the antagonist 
been the Batman who laughs. That would have been far more painful for our regular realities, Bruce Wayne slash Batman, to deal with on top of the whole cosmic kerfuffle than a version of himself who was infected by the Joker. No, no, yep. I mean, I, I kind of like the character. Like, in, in he's one of those things that's become more iconic than he originally was meant to be. So he's he's kind of uh, he's kind of his own thing at this point, even I outside of metal and all that. Like, I just, yeah, you know, no, I, 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 I like what you're saying, and it, it's also kind of like there's there's like the Dula Dent type thing with like the Joker's daughter, which came out from. Um, uh, uh, kingdom come and the kingdom and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, it's, it, it was an idea. And then, then putting Martha in that they've been seeding in different uh, media for years that Martha had mental illness and stuff, you know, um, character assassination, a la Cyclops, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a bad idea and it's, it's really cool. And yeah. I like that uh, Thomas Wayne, they alluded to the whole costume thing in the John Byrne uh, Untold Story of Batman book, which was a, a tiny sort of paperback book that he did. And that was the first time they showed Thomas Wayne dressing in a uh, bat costume for a costume. Party. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, that's probably all it deserves. So except for notably, I think that was the first time they named the guy that killed um, uh, them as uh, Joe Chill. Joe Chill. So. So yeah, that's that's a fun one. Yeah. Uh just two points. Uh Thomas Wayne is uh currently in canon within uh Batman as uh his version of Batman from Flashpoint. Um fucking, I fucking hate he hasn't everybody. been seen in a I long hate, time I, though. I, I hate everyone. He's the one um, that uh Bruce took out after he took out Bane. Yeah, did, did Bruce kill him? He didn't kill him. I mean, no. he just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Did Bruce kill him? I mean, we're talking about <laughs> Batman, right? The fuck? Uh, uh, yeah, no. Um, Same yeah, character I had to watch my own two eyes say to Rachel Ghoul in Batman Begins, like, I'm not going to kill you. I don't have to save you either. Well, he, I don't, I don't think he beat no, him. Excuse that. me, I have to go. Those cool cigarettes aren't going to buy and smoke themselves. <laughs> <laughs> These are Camel Crush, <laughs> and uh, they, told, the other... they didn't tell me I wasn't supposed to eat the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> These and, fun uh... dips taste weird. <laughs> Those are cigarettes, Bruce. The menthols, I childhood. The menthols taste spicy. <laughs> are you eating those? Alfred uh, was messing with me. From context of your question, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> what a detective. <laughs> And uh, Uncle Ben is currently alive in the uh, Ultimate Run. Oh, that's a thing again. That's no, okay. Yeah. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. I just, I just read the book. Leo, fuck you, dude. You <laughs> literally sat here for seventeen minutes and heard me fucking say mainstream, main storyline character. Yeah. That's... What in Ultimate Spider-Man is no, mainstream? I did not no, say no, that. No. Excuse me. I no. What I said was Uncle Ben is current. I'm just making a point. I'm not saying that it is. Yes, mainstream. but then, but you, you, okay. But in context, Leo, 
you cited it directly after an example in a Batman book, which is taking place in the mainstream continuity. So only Marvel is currently following the rules. Because Ultimate Spider-Man is an alternate take in which Peter Parker was never bitten by a radioactive spider, but as an adult, now married to Mary Jane and with a couple of kids, somebody approached him and gave him the spider in a vial and says to him, if you let this spider bite you, you will become a superhero with superpowers and you will call yourself Spider-Man. And he has to make the decision as a grown man as to whether or not he wants to do it. And by the end of like the first or second issue, he's like, I'm going to do it. And he goes and he like breaks the vial and he's about to let the spider bite him. And that's where it was. The last I was aware of it. Right? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't saying that was canon. I was just saying as... But you weren't not saying it, Leo. You were just like, well, you see, in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, Ben Parker's alive. It's like, yeah, context. Context. Leo. I should have added more, but I was just yes. You he just likes correct. to stir the pot. So obviously. That's yeah. <laughs> okay. Is, I mean, in, in terms of in terms of like Batman stuff, I feel like there's definitely a couple of those rules that are observed. You know, like um, with with uh, never showing like the Joker's body, that's definitely something that I've always seen. You know, because um, he's dead and he he must have died thousands of times. Like at the end of uh, at the end of this, it's like how could he survive that damn explosion? But he does. You know, blood in the water, sharks, all kinds of stuff from that. You know, like the tick, he has drama induced superpowers. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. It's it's interesting too because I wonder if this was back in the day, um, if they had Harley Quinn at that point, do you think that would have changed at all what happened with Death in the Family? Like, would it have influenced it? I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I had never I've never really thought about it. Uh... <sighs> After seeing White Knight, I'd have to say I think that she definitely softened some of his edges, especially with like all this stuff with like him becoming the uh, the uh, was it ambassador to Iran and all that. I'm like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know that he would have been able to that they would have um, been able to do the whole going into the Middle East and mucking about with Harley Quinn in tow. Yeah, maybe they would have left her if that was the case. Yeah, I just, I don't see that being a, you know, a a, a Road to movie starring Bob <laughs> yeah. Hope and, and Bing Crosby, you know? Yeah, Bob Hope is definitely the Joker in this. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Man, that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. That would, that would be an interesting Road to if they did that. I mean, it, it reminds me of the old Scooby-Doo's with Penguin and Joker, you know? <laughs> The road to Arkham. <laughs> now say that's that's some funny stuff there. <laughs> so it's more foghorn than um than Bing. Like, a, like a masochist in Gotham, we are Arkham bound. <laughs> it's the Aurora Borea <laughs> Borealis. <laughs> oh man. All right, Leo, you're you're steering this ship. Which way which way are we going? Because we're that guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh well we'll talk about the games. Uh let me bring up here. 
Now, I know the first game was written by Paul Dini. I don't know who wrote the uh, the subsequent games. <laughs> Jim Starlet. No, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> now Arkham Knight makes even more sense. Now, uh, Arkham City, Paul Dini did. Uh, well, you know what? Let's kick this off. Oh, listen to... Yeah. Fucking CNC Music Factory over here. <laughs> Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways Podcast Network. Give a listen, dudes. Cowabunga is this podcast for you.